0: Happy Monday, as every single week, I'm here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you're new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow. That is that plus button, save button, something like that up in the right corner in your player. That way you won't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you want more, If you haven't already, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram. It's jocelynlilino in one word or sign up to our mindset and performance hacks that can be delivered to your inbox every single week. So this is packed with similar mindset and performance hacks as we deliver in this podcast, just that you can get it in written form and read whenever you want to in your inbox. To sign up for that, go to mindiceu slash weeklyhacks, link to both my Instagram and to sign up to our weekly hacks is in the show notes. Now, diving into today's topic, I see a lot of riders, and to be fair, just people in general, that lack confidence. And this is holding them back massively in their endeavors to become successful riders, but also just to create the life that they want for themselves in general. Now, what's worse than that they lack confidence is that a lot of the time they don't even realize it. And that is what I want to change with this episode. So I'm going to take you through five signs that you lack confidence. And I'm certain that you will identify with at least one of those. And hopefully it becomes a wake up call for you to actually go out and do something about it. So Coming on hot here with maybe a slightly sensitive topic. I know for sure that this one has caused a lot of discussion around me with the people I've spoken to about this. Sign number one that you lack confidence is that you drink alcohol to dare to do certain things that you otherwise wouldn't dare to do. I think most of you know what I'm talking about here. Not all of you might like to admit it though, so I'll be the brave one and go first here. I hereby admit that I have many, many times in my life made the choice of drinking in order to be more fun, to easen up the atmosphere, to dare to be myself, to speak to strangers or head out on the dance floor for that matter. They call it liquid courage for a reason, guys. And to be fair, I dare to say that the biggest part of our population drink alcohol for this very reason. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, but when I realized for myself that this is the reason that I drink alcohol, rather than just continue to drink alcohol, I started asking myself, why? If I drink to feel more confident why? Why should I even drink alcohol? If I drink to feel more confident, isn't drinking alcohol simply a band-aid? Something that I'm trying to do to cover up something else? The fact that I lack confidence. Shouldn't I simply start working on my confidence instead? Because although alcohol might help at a certain party... It's not going to help me in the ring. It's not going to help me when I'm about to head out on the cross-country course. Then I'm left to my own devices. And all I've got to rely on is the confidence that I built up inside of myself. Real confidence rather than liquid confidence. Okay, so that was the first big reason that I drink alcohol. So the second big reason, and and this is going to be a bit of a sidetrack to the whole confidence topic, but since we're already in the middle of the, the why I drink alcohol topic, I figured I might as well dive into this one too, because I do think a lot of you guys can relate to this. So the second big reason as to why I drink alcohol is to make the situation I find myself in more fun. And I honestly can't believe it took me this long to actually see this, but when I finally did, the next question that popped up in my head was, why am I even doing things that I don't consider being fun? So rather than trying to make an unfun situation more fun with alcohol, shouldn't I simply stop attending events that I do not enjoy and start putting myself in situations where I actually enjoy myself without having to add alcohol? And so I did. I stopped almost entirely with drinking alcohol. And for those of you who know me a long time, you know, I used to drink heavily amounts of alcohol and I used to be all over the place and party animal and all those kind of things. But I stopped. I stopped drinking alcohol and instead I started saying no to events that I do not enjoy. I stopped hiding behind the liquid courage and I started building real courage and confidence instead. The kind that will help me shine not only among people that I don't know, but more importantly, the kind that will help me shine in the saddle. And with all that being said, maybe your reasons for drinking alcohol are totally different than mine. Maybe you simply drink alcohol because you like the taste of it. Cool, continue. But before you do, I challenge you to become very, very honest with yourself. Is it really? that you simply like the taste of it? Or is it because you want to feel more confident? Is it because it helps you to dare to be yourself? Is it to make your current circumstances more enjoyable or bearable? Is it an escape from something else? Or is it to stop your head from spinning? Whatever it is, find out what the underlying reason is and fix it rather than using the band-aid that alcohol usually is. Wow, that turned into quite an alcohol rant, I gotta say. I almost forgot that this episode is actually about confidence and how you can recognize that you could use some more of it. That being said, let's move on to the next sign that you lack confidence. So sign number two, you call yourself a perfectionist. That's right, I said it. Saying you are a perfectionist is basically the same as saying that you lack confidence. Why? Because perfectionism is simply a mask for fear, a fear of not living up to expectation, a fear of making a mistake, a fear of not being good enough, which all comes down to a lack of self-belief. You're basically afraid, afraid of being judged, be labeled as insufficient. So you hold fire. You wait until things are perfect, until the stars are aligned, before you take any kind of action. Which leads me to the next sign that you lack confidence. Sign number three, rather than taking action, you catch yourself a lot saying, I wish I could. X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. Guess what? You can. The only reason you aren't right now is because you don't believe in yourself enough to go after it. I know, because I used to be like this. I remember this one time in particular when I was about to sign up for a program to learn to build a coaching business, funnily enough. And there I was sitting there telling the guy on the other side of the phone that I really wish I could, but that I couldn't afford it. Now, luckily for me and for you that listen to this podcast episode, because this podcast episode would not have been here without this guy. So luckily for me, this guy on the other side of the phone, he wouldn't let me off the hook that easily. He started challenging me. He asked me a very, very confrontational question. He said, okay, so let me get this straight. I am offering you an opportunity to learn to run a coaching business, to make money. And you're telling me that even with the support from us that have already helped several people build successful coaching businesses, you don't believe you can get one client? Which in theory was all that I needed to actually be able to afford this program. So he said, given all the tools, knowledge, support in this program, you do not believe you're good enough to make this work. And there I was, feeling pretty stupid, realizing that the one thing I needed to fix in order to make this work was my confidence. It was not about the money, it was about the my lack of belief in myself. So I signed up for the program, I started working even harder on believing in myself. I gave it my all, and guess what? In a matter of weeks I had found my first client, and I think we can all say the rest is history. So why am I telling you all this? Because I want you to realize that it's never about the money. It's never about a lack of talent. It's never about not being able to do something. All you need is already within you. You just need to believe in your ability to make it work. Believe you are capable of developing the skills and the knowledge you need to deal with the future challenges when they arise. You don't have to have it all figured out just yet You just need to believe that at the time in the future, when you do need certain skills or knowledge, that you will have developed them. Believe in your ability to figure it out. Believe in your ability to deal with whatever comes in your way when it comes your way. All you need to do right now, though, is to stop postponing. Stop making excuses as to why you are not where you want to be and start saying yes to whatever has the potential of bringing you closer to your dreams. Whatever has the potential of helping you grow into the person capable of achieving your dreams. Cool. All good. I feel like we could have just ended this episode right here. But actually, I have two more signs that you like confidence that I want to take you through. So I'm going to make this quick as we're already turning this into a quite long episode. Sign number four, you're easily triggered. Yes, it's snel op je part, as we would say in Dutch, which if I were to translate it to English, literally means that you are quick to get on your horse. What this Dutch saying means is that you're quickly offended. You quickly take things personally and you quickly go into defense or even attacking the person back. I guess this is where, you know, you're quick to get on your horse probably comes from being that you're quickly being you're quick to go to war. And you might have heard me talk about this in the past. But if someone or something triggers you emotionally, really, what is happening is that it's just shining a light on that underlying insecurity of yours. It's not about the other person or what they said or did. It's about what it reminded you of. And trust me, The more emotional you got when it happened, the bigger of an insecurity that it reminded you of. This really is a whole conversation of its own, though, and I'm not going to go into it because it's like a whole rabbit hole. And it's obviously what we do inside of our coaching programs or one-on-one clients or group coaching program. For now, I just want you to notice when you get emotionally triggered and start asking yourself what underlying insecurity or fear is this shining a spotlight on? All right, guys, we're almost there. We've come to the last sign that I want to tell you about today. There are obviously more, but these ones are just the ones that I see most in people that we work with. Okay, so last sign of today, sign number five, you do not trust your own judgment. This could be at work, in the saddle, in your private life, you're overthinking stuff, you find it really hard to make decisions, you doubt or second guess yourself. I think the most common thing I come across when we're talking about riders is this whole thing about seeing a stride or riding a distance. A lot of the time, this actually comes down to you not trusting your judgment enough to make a decision, committing yourself to a distance and making it work. Instead, we wait, we doubt, we second guess ourselves until it's too late to do anything about it. And... This one example here is obviously related to riding but as always the way we do one thing is the way we do everything so if you're like me you also find it quite hard to make decisions as to what you're gonna eat in a restaurant or to make a decision whether or not you're gonna level up on a competition or to make a decision of which freaking running shoes you're going to buy the list goes on <laughs> it all comes down to the fact that you don't trust your own judgment and therefore, you find it so hard to make decisions. So another sign that you do not trust your own judgment is, for example, with the words that you use when you speak or you type up an email or a message, look out for words such as maybe, I think, possibly, potentially. Oftentimes, when we use these kind of words, we want to create an excuse on beforehand in case what we stated was not to be correct, meaning we simply do not trust enough in our own judgment to simply say, this is the way it is. Instead, we say things like, this might be the way it is, or I think this is the way it is, to give ourselves an out, which is ridiculous. And, but the thing is, like both those things, struggling to make decisions and using all those maybe words when we're typing up an email, it's been showing up a lot in my own life and also in the lives of my clients. And I am really proud to say that both for myself and my clients, it has gotten a lot better but it really comes down to creating awareness and then deciding to do something about it. All right, that turned into quite an episode. So in an attempt to help you remember all of this, what I went through today were five signs that you lack confidence. Being number one, you drink alcohol to dare to do things you otherwise wouldn't dare to do. Number two, you call yourself a perfectionist. Number three, Rather than taking action, you catch yourself a lot saying, I wish I could. And sign number four, you're easily triggered. Sign number five, last but certainly not least, you do not trust your own judgment. You overthink stuff. You find it hard to make decisions. You doubt or second guess yourself. So the action point of today, apart from the realizations I'm certain you've had throughout this episode. Often people think there needs to be something wrong with them to start working with a coach or join a program or work on the mental side of your writing. These people couldn't be more wrong, though. Most writers we work with simply lack confidence in themselves and their writing. It's not like they are mental cases. They're simply normal people who are hungry for more and know that they could get more out of themselves and their life if they learn more about how their brain actually works and how they can turn it into the absolute biggest competitive advantage in writing, but as always in life in general. This is the biggest thing I hear from the people inside our PEP program. They go into it thinking it's a purely a mental thing to horse riding and they come out on the other side and they're like, "Oh my god, my whole life has changed. I can't believe how I hell like allowed this to hold me back for so many years and like my eyes have opened up in everything I do in life. Like I literally had a call with someone yesterday. She told me in her private life, in her work life, in her riding, like everything has changed. So if any of the things that I talked about in this episode resonates with you, then the one question I've got for you is why aren't you already in one of our programs? No pressure, but know that we are ready for you whenever you are. To find out more about our programs, head to mindic.eu, send us an email on info at mindic.eu or hit us up on Instagram. That's jostinlilionoy in one word. Links to all of this is in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, Please rate it, please review it, share it with a friend or share it on social media. And if you do share it on social media, make sure you tag me in it so I can reshare it to my story. And to finish off, I'm gonna challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next magical Monday!